Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where's it? We're live. We're live. We're live. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Kubuntu Podcast. I'm uh, I'm Rick Timmis, and uh, I've got here with me this evening. I've got Aaron Honeycutt. Aaron, how are you, my man? Ah, uh, okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Your studio looks looking like we're um we're this is a low budget outfit here at the Kubuntu podcast, but we do make we strive and make every effort to uh, to improve our studio all the time. And as you can see, Aaron's got new lighting and special effects and the addition of a new hat. I had <laughs> I cleaned it yesterday just for the show. <laughs> I have to say that is the best lighting that I've seen uh, from you. Forever, it is. Um, it is so much light, lit like that. Um, we might, we, do you know, we might, we might scramble ourselves up into the echelons of, uh, you know, gifted amateur podcasters at some point soon if we're not careful the way things are going. But uh, yeah, so well, as always, we're uh, usually running late, running behind schedule, and somewhat disorganised. So um, no change there, folks. We're taking uh, early now. To me, it's 2.59, uh, so... <laughs> ah, well, of course, yeah. Well, I suppose if you're measuring against UTC, you're several hours early. <laughs> so, but there we go. <laughs> and, um, and of course, also with us on the show tonight, he is hiding at the moment, but a video. <laughs> you are there, aren't you? I sure am, Rick. Uh, <laughs> I believe this is my first show since I got my braces on, so excuse my... Worst English and my worst talking right now. So uh, okay. why am I hiding right now, uh, guys? If you saw yesterday, I think I posted a picture of my office, of my desk, and if you saw on, on social media, it looked horrible. I had to fix some speakers, and everything is everywhere. I just got home from a two-day trip. Uh, there were some events at work that I had to travel, and. I didn't get the time to clean up my desk. And when I got home, I started catching up to see what happened with Kubuntu, what else, and I didn't manage to clean up my desk. So right now I'm trying to clean it up so I can sit down and continue with the, the show. So sorry, guys. This is my chaotic life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What can we tell you? What can we tell you, folks? But you know, we are, we're working on a budget here. We are, and um, I don't believe a video at all. Actually, I think he's got home and he's been disciplined by his wife, who's told him, "Look at the place. You've made a mess. Before you do anything, you've got to tidy up." I'm not all going right. to contradict you on that. <laughs> You're not completely <laughs> off. <laughs> Magic. All right. Okay. So, um, well, look. Let me give you a roundup of what we've got for you coming up in tonight's show, and uh, we've got an exciting one for sure. We've got lots going on this evening, so we want you guys to stay tuned. Um, we've got some exciting news about a new sponsor for the show, and um, so we're going to tell you more about that a little bit later on. But that's uh, a development that's happening right now. It's fresh off the place, off the press, and. Um, in a moment, we're going to update you all with the latest happenings with uh, what each of us have been up to and what we've been working on. And, uh, and then um, we've got news from the Kubuntu core development team. Um, lots and lots of news today, actually. So plenty of things to talk about there. Um, then we're going to split out and 
we're going to focus on the Ubuntu SDK and developing applications for the Ubuntu phone. And uh, Aaron's got some uh, some good stuff set up for us to get into. Uh, so we've got a lot of things coming up, and um, we're going to visit that sponsor again as well because we've got a deal for you. And uh, that's all coming up on tonight's Kubuntu podcast. Stay with us. Okay, so, um, Aaron, let's start off with you then, my man. Um, what have you been doing since we've seen you last? Uh, trying to get back in the swing of things after a two-month, way-too-long hiatus. Okay. The notes, like, I, notes that I had last show, I was, like, way too out of things. I got Kubuntu back on this laptop, and I just and I updated it to 16.04. And everything right. worked so far. Okay, okay, that, now that's really good, actually, and we're going to be talking, hold on to that thought about how our testing has been going on 16.04, because in our Kubuntu core team news, I think that uh, that your experience with the new version of 16.04 is going to be very valuable, so I'm going to quickly add a link to that in the show notes, a note to that in the, to the show notes to make sure that we visit that in a little while when we get to that section. Um, and uh, so now you said uh, that you'd been in a, a hiatus over the last couple of months. Uh, what's been keeping you busy? Uh, I guess you could just say I've been burned out a little bit. After, I mean, I really can't say nothing compared to how much work Scarlett puts in, but I just kind of lost focus for a little bit and doing my own thing, but now i got getting back into the roots of things. Yeah, trying I to get think... All the Scarlet now. You know, I think also, I think that um, over the Christmas period and the holidays, the Christmas holiday period, of course, the run-up to that, um, everybody kind of um, gets uh, very busy, and and actually it's a lot, and there's quite a lot of stress going on at that period of time, and you hit that January lull, that low, don't you? Just, oh man, like you know, and and everything's a bit crazy for a while. Uh, but then, you know, hopefully uh, things start to uh, to come together. Um, so um, uh, you're not the only person that's been feeling like that. But um, but we've got news on that score as well. So we're going to do uh, we're going to do something to uh, help us feel love. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. All right. So um, let me just post a link to a video for a moment because um, he wants a YouTube link to share with the community. Um, I thought you were tidying up. Never mind sharing links with the community. <laughs> Somebody's got to do the admin. Um, okay, so we got that. That's good. Um, well, um, whilst a video finishes up his tidying up and gets the camera, I what I've been working on uh, recently. Um, so I've been doing some experimentation with QEMU, uh, KVM, and Virtual Machine Manager. So on my Kubuntu uh, laptop. I got uh, I got these tools set up and started uh, virtualizing some other environments. Traditionally, I've always used VirtualBox actually, um, and um, I'd never really tried to use QEMU before. And um, actually, I've been really very impressed with it. Very impressed with it, in, uh, particularly in terms of speed. Um, if you've got a if you've got a virtualization flag in your CPU, so if you've got the Intel virtual or the AMD virtualization. Um, then kernel virtual virtual machine manager and QMUO is so fast. It's so impressive. Um, so I've been really, really impressed with that and having a lot of fun playing around with that. Um, 
And uh, my daughter had been, uh, we've all got Ubuntu phones in my house, as, we, as I've told you about before. So, yeah, because we just love them. And uh, my daughter was in school, and um, they've got a, a, like a Facebook replica there called Edmodo. And, um, and so she wanted to, her friends at school were talking about an Edmodo app. Um, and, of course, there isn't one for the Ubuntu phone, but I'm working on it. So, um, so I'm trying to get that together. So I'm hoping for some tips tonight from you, Aaron, with this SDK. I'm getting myself a bit lost in it, really. But uh, so that should be quite good. Um, and I've been chasing down a couple of extras for the Kubuntu community as well. So uh, tell you more about some of the wins that I've managed to uh, to hunt down. Uh, so I've been a busy boy over the last month, and uh, a bit like you actually, um, Aaron, uh, feeling a bit flat and worn out through December and January. And of course, I had that bronchitis as well, which Pete, you will have heard on the sh on the earlier shows, and that really did. Uh, take the energy out of me, um, but I got the buzz back, and uh, I've been getting into a few things, and I'm feeling that motivation again, uh, like like you are there. So uh, so that's good. Um, <clears throat> so um, you, let's hope you've tidied up, and you can now tell us what you've been doing. Yeah. Sorry for the delay. I got my lamp on. I have no idea how I look. But of course, I'm, I expect myself to be ugly, so I'm going to turn on the webcam. So, people, you're going to have nightmares. Get ready. Yes. Ah! Okay, I'm here. Hey! Sorry, guys, I don't have the background right now. I didn't have the time to set that up. Okay, so what I've been doing? Uh, let me get in into the list. Uh, I've been at work a lot, so. Uh, unfortunately, my contributions for Kubuntu for the past month were pretty limited, mostly just promoting some support and catching up to see what the developers are doing. Uh, but besides Kubuntu, I've done something on KDE that is worth mentioning. Uh, I'm going to participate at the KDE Sprint at CERN, which starts next week. So next week I'm going to be at CERN with some KDE developers, hacking and tinkering with all kinds of projects. Oh, wow, that sounds exciting. Yeah. And I'm hoping to get as much done as possible. I'm going to be there for a week. And not just do on KDE, I'm also hoping to uh, join some of those promised visits on, uh, on, uh, in CERN. In CERN. Uh, of course, I I must not forget to mention the CERN Sprint is organized by the Wiki to Learn project. Ah, okay, yeah, cool. And I I don't think we mentioned this project on Kubuntu podcast before, and we definitely should. It's an awesome project. If I would be a student right now, I would be dependent on that project. So what it is is it's just it's a encyclopedia of knowledge. Uh, you can compare it to Wikipedia, but it's not the same thing. Wiki to Learn holds books and not just books, but also course content. So students and oh. teachers and uh, professionals in any domain they can add content in there, organized as a course for people to learn. So, uh, I 
urge every student to take a look inside Wiki to Learn to see what it is, how it works. It's an awesome project, and I'm very happy that they are part of KDE, and I'm very happy to join these awesome people and work with that. Wow. I've just taken a look here, and this is, um, yeah, maths, physics, business, medicine, engineering, computer science. Um, this looks really good, and and this is this is all built by the community in uh, in an open in the open model. The Wiki to Learn team have uh, been searching for many universities. So far, we have I don't know how many universities are partner, uh, but many universities have partnered with uh, Wiki to Learn, and they're just giving us the content. And why we are organizing the sprint at CERN? Because CERN is the most recent partner. And I'm hoping I'm not divulging something I'm not supposed to. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, let's skip on a moment. Let me ask me if I did something wrong. Sorry, guys. I'm going to put a uh, I'm going to put a link to the to their website in the show notes. Now, my next question, um, Aaron, get Aaron, get ready, prepare yourself. I'm not done. Get ready to cook code, man. I know you're not done. I'm coming right back to you. But my question for you is a video is: Is there an Ubuntu phone app for Wiki to learn? Regarding to that, uh, I'm going to answer that question with the following with the following news I have to bring. KD has been accepted as a mentoring organization in Google Summer of Code 2016. And this is a party moment. We are supposed to say, yay, happy. Uh, no, Come on, Rick, do, your, do your very common yay what you, that you do every time. No, <laughs> you're off script. You're off script. That's in the Kabundi News. I don't want to know, we don't want to know the Kabundi News. just want to know what you've been doing. You've, you've gone ahead. You've gone, call, call the production. No, no, Who's no, directing no. the show? What I, what I'm gonna go, what I want <laughs> to say is that uh, I will be a mentor on that uh, uh, on uh, Google Summer of Code, and uh, oh. I will be a mentor on that. And uh, the application I'm going, I'm mentoring, is a desktop application that's in QML, and that application can also could also be compiled for Android, iPhone, and your your question, Ubuntu phone. All right. Okay. So. Um, so you haven't gone off script, right? Call the call the production director and sack me as the show host. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds really good. That sounds really really good. So let's well let's start with what's been going on um, in uh, Kubuntu and Ubuntu land. So uh who's going to kick off with this one then who uh, basically says ubuntu don't like download page adds links to flavors who wrote that i did okay then tell us about it if you do what's uh what are they doing here Let uh, me click on that link. the ubuntu website got updated and for some reason they misplaced the link to the the other flavors and we've discussed this on one of the meetings we had as between the Kubuntu Council and the Ubuntu Community Council. And yeah, that was the I, last. 
Yeah, and I raised the issue, hey, the Kubuntu and other flavors are missing from the Ubuntu download site, so they added the alternative downloads link, and that links and shows all the other uh, distributions. It looks really nice. I like it. Uh, yeah, the website is very pretty, and um, well, we should show this in in, in the video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can do it. He's the he's the screen share man. Um, we'll put this on there. So it does look pretty, but the Ubuntu flavors link is right down at the very bottom of the page, isn't it? Um, not that that's a big issue, I suppose. But. Can I need to share to everybody? Can someone set me to share to everybody? Um, maybe, hang on. I maybe can do this. Present to everyone. Thank Hooray. you. There we go. So this, okay. is the, this is the Ubuntu website. I'm going to the download page. And also, as a submenu, you have here directly Ubuntu flavors. But if I scroll down, you have again Ubuntu flavors, and there's a description. And if yeah. I go in here, voila! All the there official, all the official Ubuntu flavors. That page. Now that page looks lovely. That really does look like a superb job of that. And oh, and look, can I just say? I know this is the Kubuntu podcast show, and I, I shouldn't misdirect this for a moment. But can I just say that Ubuntu Studio is absolutely awesome if you're a musician. How it. I'm, I like to play around music a little bit. I've been doing some stuff in Ubuntu Studio. <laughs> it's great. It's really, really good. Um, but um, but that that page looks really, really pretty. Really nicely laid out. Okay. And uh, and there's Ubuntu. It's um, not of course. Yeah, from here we can of course go to the Kubuntu website. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. Well, and we have some other news that we're going to get to in the uh, news section. Who's that ugly Rick Timmis bloke down there? Oh, I he, don't know, some weirdo. Looks like a criminal. <laughs> stop the screen sharing. How do I stop this? There you go. I'm still presenting to everybody. Please, somebody stop me. All right. Okay, hang on. I'm taking control. We need we need somebody on desk controls here. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening because we're uh, I'm not logged in by with the Kubuntu podcast account. I'm logged in with my personal account, so Ah, okay. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's fine. So, um cool cool. All right. So that looks pretty good. Um, and of course, in other news, so uh, we've got a new member of the community. I, I think this one was probably down to you as well, Ovidio. Um, what's this uh, new member, new Kubuntu member news we've got? So those news, we have a new. As you just, what you just said, or were you making me repeat it? What, what am I supposed to say extra? Well, you're supposed to tell people who it is. I deliberately. Oh, what? Okay, okay, Tell them. I'm fixing the lighting. And we can't get the show notes right. I'm handy. Someone, on, tell someone answered the Telegram feed. People are screaming on Telegram. They are asking questions. I'm I can't in TV Telegram chat. <laughs> ah, they're they're in the wrong channel. Leave them. Matt. 
something that we must remember. Kubuntu community <laughs> is meant for having fun. <laughs> yes, so it is. We're supposed to have fun in here. <laughs> so if someone is not laughing right now... I need more coffee to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I should also drink something. I'm thirsty. Excuse me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could just stand by, we'll have a small intermission. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> mute and turn off the camera. <laughs> Oh, okay. I right. think Andrea will delete the scene at the editing. Uh, <laughs> no, Andrea, don't leave it in. Leave it in. It's good fun. It's it, it's okay. good fun, and that's an important message. Right. Okay, let's, let's get, get back, back to the news. Let me hand. So this is this is an anchor link. I'm going to give you what you call it anchor link. It's where the presenter links you to a piece in the show notes, and then you, a video, get to tell us about the detail. So we've got a new Kubuntu member, haven't we, a video? Yes, we do, Rick, and he's an awesome fellow. <laughs> Great, tell us about him. What's his name? I'm done. His, his name is Clive Johnston. I <laughs> hope I'm pronouncing it right. Okay, yeah. Right. If and, not, uh, I'll get I'll get what's coming to me on IRC. Okay. Thanks. So, and we've got a link in the show notes as well, so you can find out more about Clive. Because um, it says that uh, Clive has been around for a while, and don't worry, I'll, I'll do my own anchor bit. That video, don't uh, Why did you send it to me then? Let me read. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, you got to the link now. Of right, well, course on. I put it in there. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, on February 16th, 2016, just in case someone in 100 years wonders when. Uh, okay. The Kubuntu Council approved Clive Johnson's application for becoming a Kubuntu member. Uh, I don't know if we discussed in the past what means to be a Kubuntu member. Uh, basically, one of the coolest things... Well, the coolest. You can call yourself a Kubuntu member. You're an official contributor. Uh, you have an, your own personalized email address at kubuntu.org. <laughs> that doesn't work yet. <coughs> for Clive, no. <coughs> hey, yeah, well, it does for me. You no, can it works for everybody. For new members, something broke in the uh, email script. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Moving okay. swiftly. I'll carry on, carry on. Uh, so, Clive has been a around for <laughs> a pretty long time now, and he's been helping Scarlett and Philip and me, <coughs> noob, uh, me, I'm a noob, uh, with packaging <laughs> and... Uh, uh, whatever else has been necessary on Kubuntu and he's been a tremendous help for this so he's done so much things and whenever I came online on IRC he was there talking usually with Philip or with Scarlett and they've been working like crazy so that's awesome and I would like to read a snippet of the interview which is also on our news on the Kubuntu news feed. Uh, okay. I asked him a question, and I state, said like this: "Clive, what would you do to improve Kubuntu? What's your idea for doing things better?" And he replied, "I want to help get KDE software into the Ubuntu ecosystem faster and make it easier on the people who do it. People like Yofel, that's Philips IRC Nick." and S.G. Clark, that's Scarlet's Arsenic, have put a lot of their time into it 
if I can take a little bit of that pressure off them, that's my goal. So, uh, I don't have a hat here, so Clive, hats off to you, man. Yeah, amen, amen to that, Clive Joe. That's good thinking, and um, and uh, what a lovely motivation. That's a really, do you know, that's kind of, um, that's the kind of, uh, that, that's what you want to see in the community. That's what we're all here to do, is to you know, pull together, to dig in, uh, and, to, and to just jump in and have a go. And, um, you know, you can see that it's as simple as that. That's really good. Um, what's, what's really good about Clive is that he didn't apply for, like Valerie said, he, didn't, he wasn't applying for membership for, like, the cool email address and the other benefits. He applied because he wanted access to the KCI to help even more, not because he wanted fancy benefits or anything. He wanted to help more. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> I forgot to say, mention that. You're right. Yeah. That was one of the uh, testimonies that Valor Valerie put on his uh, profile for the membership. Yeah, that's. Well, you know, I mean, that's just cool, and and you know, um, I, certainly, I know we've um, you know we've seen Clive hanging around uh, in the, some of the pre-show sessions with us and in IRC and this that, and the other. Um, so you know, he's been a, an active member of the community. Uh, for a while, so it's just yeah, it's great. It's great to uh, to have him on on board with us as a member, and uh, and uh, another member of the family. Oh yeah, good, good, good. Well, welcome aboard, Clive, and um, we got some more news coming up for uh, to do with this kind of thing a little bit later, uh, and how uh, you can get involved. So stay tuned. We'll tell you more about that in a little while. But let's stay on target with the news and um, we've got some information here again in the next section who put this one up about um, and this probably you again is it you think you've written most of the news this time tell us about uh, news item number three my man that's the key develop news yes that's correct so uh, I have a habit of saying so I must must stop Kevin Funk is one of the developers in K in KDevelop and he's okay. been working on many things inside KDevelop but recently he made a blog post on how to get KDevelop 5 so keep in mind KDevelop 5 currently oh, and I'll check right now just to be sure 4.7 I think it is at the moment 4.7.3 is the official release and That's KDevelop right. 5 has a beta 2 so far. So he made a blog post about how to build KDevelop 5 on uh, Ubuntu 15.10. That means also Kubuntu. So he's, he made a blog post with all the details, what you need to install, what, how you need to set your Git, how, how you need to configure KDE source build, uh, what commands to run, all the nitty-gritty, all the details on how to build it and make it run uh, as I don't know perfectly or how should I better word this to make it run okay yeah okay yeah yeah and how to start it and then he also showed a bit on how to uh, hack on it how to dig a bit into the code and the troubleshoot and how to ask for some help in case you need so this I consider this blog post very useful and that's why it's in the news 
for any okay. developer out there who's interested. Oh, speaking of this that, uh, if I may make another break, uh, someone asks on Kubuntu Podcast on RC, uh, his nick is FluxU8. And he asked if we can show on how to uh, use KDevelop with Java. Uh, it's on our podcast topics, so uh, we have a list of podcast topics. In case you guys don't know about it, I just made it. Okay, all right. <laughs> don't uh, tell anybody. <clears throat> yes, we have. That's correct. Yeah, I, I do yeah. believe that that's on our show roadmap. Yeah, I, I just I added it to the show list, and uh, and it's there. So we're going to cover that in a future show. All right, cool, cool. Okay, well, that's uh, well. I'm just looking at that blog post now, and that is a, a really great and well written uh, how to how to an introduction to this. Um, definitely worth going and having a look at that, and uh, uh, and just going through the process of installing and building that um, <clears throat> would be really useful experience and great fun. I think I, I may well even do that myself because I haven't played with. Um, KDevelop 5 yet? Has it, are there many changes between KDevelop 5 and 4.7? There are quite a few changes. Uh, there's a, a change log available on, on their website for full details. Cool. Uh, I, I don't want to get into them right now, but no. the idea is if the first number of the version changes to any software, that must mean that something big has changed. Uh, one notable yeah. uh, information that should be mentioned for cross-platform users is KDevelop 5 has I yeah as far as I know it has an installer or a on or an in-progress installer for Windows. So you can get KDevelop 5 on Windows. I know I tested some alpha installer that Kevin gave me. I think. Some time ago, but uh, I've I've fallen behind with the news on how that installer is going. So, yeah. But w that's one of the big biggest news. Uh, it's also getting into Windows. Ready okay. To use. All right. Cool. Well, um, Ginny, you're never going to believe it, guys, but we're half an hour into the show already. So we're going to start pressing on and quickly dive through the rest of this news. So we're going to hurry up through these last sections. But um, <clears throat> next up is you again with uh, some information we were talking about before. Um, but we've got some links in the show notes to uh, uh, the KD Stern sprint, <clears throat> which you put in here. And, uh, and also that um, uh, KDE got accepted into the Google Summer of Code. A video is a mentor. And Aaron... Um, did you, were you showing off a t-shirt earlier on? Oh, did you have some? Yeah. That's I don't know, this just, just came today. Show him to everybody. Show him to hold that yeah. up again, I'm going to put this up to present to everybody. Hold, hold it up to the camera, man. <clears throat> so, uh, Google Coding 2015 Mentor, so... Um, did you get that for mentoring somebody last year then, Aaron? Yeah, I put on, I was a mentor for the Ubuntu, um, and I put the Kubuntu docs on there for students to read through and make changes and catch typos and link dead links and such that I might have missed. Cool, 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 awesome. So I'm um, hoping maybe you get an issue as well, a video. Uh, I just got registered, so after the event, 
I we'll might see. get one. We'll see. Okay, well, um, let's let's carry on um, jumping forward a little bit into the next section. So um, that's some of the news that we got. We also got we got a couple of news items from the Kubuntu core team. Um, <clears throat> one of the things was uh, an update coming in from Scarlett and Clive, just to do with uh, the release process for Xenial. So right now we uh, we're going to need a little bit of help from the, from the Ubuntu community. So this is a bit of an appeal out there um, because unfortunately, as you know, we uh, with Scarlett and uh, Philip and Clive have been working really hard to get things packaged, but not everything was ready before the upstream feature freeze came in from Ubuntu. Uh, so some packages didn't get through before the feature freeze. So we got ourselves locked in this uh, little bit of a mire because we needed basically to uh, apply for a feature freeze exemption. Um, so we've raised a bug with Ubuntu upstream with the release team there um, to get an exception so that we can get the newly built packages put in. Um, now, everything is built for Xenial with the exception of the K a KDE PIM, um, <clears throat> the personal information manager. That's the only thing that's outstanding because oh, the, the Debian merges were being beastly and it just didn't want to play ball. I um, thought you <clears throat> Say so we have a KDE pimp. <coughs> KDE pimp. That's what the podcast. That's what this show is about, isn't it? We're the pimping. KDE pimps. Pimping. We're pimping KDE. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe in America, pimp means different, but different word. But pimp means to promote actively and enthusiastically promote, but usually pimp for money. Means something completely different in America. <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, um, yeah, so the KDE PIM. And, um, and also, we needed some evidence for testing as well. Uh, we need to evidence that, uh, that the, latest, uh, the latest packages for 16.04 has been tested. Um, so, Aaron, do you happen to have Ubuntu 16.04 installed? And have you been using it? And does everything work? Um, I had to do quite a lot of updating, but everything it boots up and it logs in, and I th think it's still on the NVIDIA non-free driver. It's booting up and still working, so I'm really surprised by that. Actually, yeah, it's on performance mode with the NVIDIA driver, so everything works so far. All right, that's what we're looking for. Um, because obviously we're, we're pressured a little bit now, but um, I know that um, Scarlett was talking to uh, Scott K, and um, I may well uh, I may well uh, drop a line to Popey and see if I can speak with him. Um, but we basically need to get this feature freeze done so that we can produce the beta ISOs and the nightly builds, uh, and then uh, obviously people can download those and test those. But the time runs short, so we need to be swift. Um, but uh, I, check out on the mailing list uh, for more information about that. We'll have a little bit more on that back in the show. And um, <clears throat> one other thing to mention from the core team is that um, the Kubuntu continuous integration server that we have, the thing that does all the builds and tests and, and does a lot of the work, um, but that was in, the, um, in a state of flux. We didn't really know whether we were going to be able to keep that in its existing form um, or not. And we were we were looking to, to see what we could do. I'm really pleased to announce that Blue Systems have, um, are going to sponsor us with that server. <clears throat> so Clemens at Blue Systems <clears throat> has provided that service, server for us, and, and, as, and so we, we're going to keep our 
KDE, um, uh, sorry, Kubuntu continuous integration server for our builds and uh, the whole community is really grateful for that as well. So thanks to you guys at Blue Systems, we really appreciate that a great deal. Thank okay. You. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One more final uh, bit of news as well. I announced this at the beginning <clears throat> and then didn't put it in here. Forgive my voice. I'm really sorry, guys. I, I'm still carrying a little bit of this bronchitis <clears throat> in the back of my chest. And uh, talking loudly for the show seems to be irritating a little bit. But video's typing it up right now. So the Kubuntu podcast has got a new sponsor. and something that we can be really excited about. Let me tell you about what's going on. Um, <clears throat> so basically... The Linux Academy have agreed to sponsor the Kubuntu podcast show. And um, so we're going to get a promo code from them. Unfortunately, we don't have that right now um, because we're still finalizing the details. And that's why we're only just talking about it in news at the moment rather than giving you the uh, go and visit the Linux Academy and check out their courses. They're awesome and, uh, and doing all of this kind of stuff because <clears throat> we haven't got the advert scripts yet. Um, but uh, we've been in conversation with them. We've talked about them. It clearly makes sense. It's an excellent match uh, between Kubuntu, uh, Ubuntu Linux, and Linux Academy because our community would benefit a great deal from uh, the various courses and uh, videos and, and uh, uh, curriculum information that Linux Academy have got. We're, of course, we're really grateful that, uh, that they're reaching out to the, uh, the, the free software and open community in this way. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, so what we do is... Um, We'll be using that sponsorship um, to help promote the community here. Because obviously, I, as you can see, Kubuntu Podcast is run by amateurs and an idiot. That's me. And, um, and uh, we, do it on, we do it on a low budget. So we're not looking to, so we're not looking to raise any funds here. But well, we have a know, budget? Yeah, we have a budget. The budget is nothing. And, uh, and we've got to try each year to beat that budget by spending less than nothing. And, uh, and then... We're on target. Uh, okay. So good to know. So anyway, what we're going to be doing is, as you know, we have got a um, we've got a Patreon account out for Scarlett, um, who is uh, acting as our full-time developer, and uh, so we're going to be using the whatever sponsorship or uh, um, funding that we can get into the community. We're going to be using it for sponsoring things like Scarlett's Patreon account sponsoring things like sprints and adding to the Kubuntu community as well. Um, so if you, so we'll tell you more about that in uh, in due course. And um, also... Um, Rick, don't forget to tell people about the donate button of the Kubuntu website, which we've never mentioned until now. Oh, yeah, okay. So that thing as well. Go to the Kubuntu website, press the donate button. Go to Scarlett Clark's uh, Patreon account and... Subscribe monthly donation thousand dollars to be fine, and um, and uh, and uh, and of course go and visit the Linux Academy and check those guys out. Check out the show notes for this show ten. We'll have the promo code in there for you, so you can use that. All right, let me uh, let me move. We are so way over. I think that we may well end up overrunning our show. You may <clears throat> guys, you may well end up with a slightly longer show today because we've got a lot to get through. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> Let's talk about the Ubuntu SDK and um, app development for Ubuntu Phone. Okay, so um, Aaron, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, the Ubuntu SDK? Uh, yes. Okay. Let me turn on 
So you bun to SDK, let's see, or SDT. Okay. Does everybody see that? Yeah, let me put you into present to everyone where everyone can see we're presenting to everyone. Okay. <coughs> so this is the Ubuntu SDK. I take it you, did you install that from, from the Muon or uh, software center? Um I installed it from the from console with app get. I'm just app install okay. Ubuntu dash SDK. Alright. Okay. So well, I tell you what. Why don't you um? Uh, could we? Could you take us through um? Take us through a little bit about the interface and uh, tell us a little bit more about what we're seeing here. Be quite vocal and describe things well because obviously we'll have uh, this will be going out on an audio feed as well once Andreas finished polishing it. So tell us a little bit about uh, Ubuntu SDK. The Ubuntu SDK is, as you can see from the top, it's based off a of cute creator with some extra plugins for the Ubuntu phone and other devices. Uh, you can start a new project in different formats. There's HTML5, QML. Um, there's some Java stuff in here. You can make a web app directly. That's mostly just the Ubuntu-only stuff right now. And then you can still use it to develop uh, QML stuff for, like, Plasma Mobile and such. And you can open a project. I can see my recent project is my app, UBeginner. Uh... I like to keep everything in little folders. Okay. And this is the main QML, which is basically the main page of my app. You see this little play button here. You can, if everything everything's code in the code, you can launch it right on the desktop. Is it lagging behind? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Be, be, bear with us a second. It's not. It may be that you're no, only sharing she's, one. He's sharing window. the only window. Oh, she's sharing only Q Creator window. He's not sharing okay, everything. Let me, let me figure out where that is. Well, let me stop this. Okay. Let me share the entire screen. That will work much better. And there we go. Share to everybody, please. It's like not I'm new this all over again. Don't show me. It says your screen presenting to everybody. All right, there we go. There we go. Ah, all right, here we go. <clears throat> so you can see the new section right here. That's this page. And then when I click it, it's set to go push another page into my from my components folder, news.qml. And that's what that page is pushed. Okay. You can see <laughs> Ubuntu uh, web update, Planet Ubuntu, and then the Ubuntu weekly newsletter. Particularly, I like the about page <laughs> with a nice icon. And this is the page I'm working on currently, the contribute page. Okay. At the moment, Right now, there's only the Ubuntu stuff, but I'm adding uh, sections up here for Kubuntu and Ubuntu GNOME. They don't go anywhere at the moment, but you can see on the bottom here, there's code. Uh, when you push one, it says one. When you push the other one, it says two. Oh, okay, yeah, so you've hooked up your listeners. Yeah, you can see it says on triggered print one. On trigger print two, on trigger print three, so I can see. Okay, that's working. Okay. You can see uh, basically debugging. Am I a little bit right about that? 
usage of video. Yeah, I see it. Uh, what I'm wondering is, so this is, this is basically a QML application that you could uh, run on mo most platforms that allow Qt, right? Yeah. You, we saw at Academy that they were running some apps from the Ubuntu uh, phone on the Plasma Mobile. Mm -hmm. so it's not difficult to move them over. Awesome. What I want to ask you is, uh, could you show us the how do people? How can people get the Ubuntu SDK? And what exactly is Ubuntu SDK besides just Qt Creator and some QML applications? What makes Ubuntu SDK special? What What exactly is it? First of all, well, the Ubuntu SDK pulls in the Qt Creator. It pulls in the extra plugins. Um, right here. Where is it? Under the help? No, they took that out now. Used to pull in. It has um, as different. They package the kits like for the phone right here. That's for the desktop, and then it, everything that needs to build for the phone is in this kit right here. And you saw that it changed this icon here. That's building it for the desktop, like I have open right now. And then this would be building for phone or tablet, because it's for ARM processors. So ah, so okay. Different platform target. Okay. Yeah, target kits. Basically, uh, they call them kits. I just updated it recently. Um, let me see. It's not green. It's not good. Um, it uh, Ubuntu SDK when you install it also pulls in all the fast boot and ABC uh, tools and stuff you need to install Ubuntu itself. It installs the, um, so you can SSH and uh, ADB into the phone if you need to do application and make changes to. Uh, let me see if it sees my Nexus 4 I have plugged in it. Yes, it does not. Oh. That's weird. doesn't detect my phone. Have you tried turning it off and on again? There we go. <laughs> Hello, IT. <laughs> the SDK doesn't... I don't know if it's the SDK or what, but it does not like USB 3.0 ports. So I had to move it to my 4.0. I mean, a 2.0. No, quick okay. question. The whole font it looks to me very gray. Is it gray or it just appears to me like that? It's, it's designed on how what default color text in the apps are. Because to me it looks like this is the normal text, it looks like disabled text to me. So I'm wondering, is it disabled or it just looks wrong on my screen? It's not set for disabled. It's how the SDK describes color the color text as. They've, they're making a new color palette re, um, coming up soon for the SDK and everything. So it might change the text color maybe a little bit brighter or darker for more readability. Mm-hmm. And then that now that's green, so it sees my phone. See if it wants to launch on my phone. Not give me error messages. Always not fun. Alright. So let me see, now I gotta switch the webcam. Okay, so you guys can see all oh, that's still presented now. Yeah, <clears throat> I can see there's a print two. one, print two. <clears throat> all right, is it off now? Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um.
I don't know how well that's that is not readable at all, is it? <laughs> Maybe uh, oh, I'm blind. Keep it in front and don't move it. Let let the camera uh, focus on it. I lowered the brightness. Uh, let it. Let us see the phone, not you, so that it can focus just on the screen. Don't move. Don't move. There yeah. we go. Nice. We can see it now. Uh, can someone? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's work. That's working better now, Aaron. Just so we can see. Go ahead, video. Just a little bit. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good like this. Perfect. You can see the. Yeah, so you can see it there. Yeah, there you go. One to help out, it says, and um, and uh, so obviously that's the contribution tab that we've got there. <clears throat> Need help. IRC mailing list, ask Ubuntu, and then the Ubuntu forms. If I can predict where my finger is at. Felt it. And so now, so this app is this like uh, is this in a similar vein to the web apps, um, or <clears throat> or is it not? Is it different to that to those? You know, because you can create a web app, can't you, really easily, or like a simple click package. <clears throat> well, the, the web apps are linking basically to the mobile version of the website. Yes. But this is if you were, you could do this to link into an API and. Make your own UI to use the API. You'd be following, however, that website makes changes. With this, it's up uh, to you to make the changes. This is basically yeah. a native app that runs. Since it runs QML, I, I'm just deducing this. Uh, it it runs as a native app, and what Aaron just said, you can use a website API and get that information and render it to whatever you want. But you can also run this uh, application completely offline. But, but Aaron's example application, that kind of depends on internet connection. But yeah, you, can make, yeah, you can make a calculator or I don't know what other applications humans use. <laughs> that humans use? Yeah, I tend to talk about myself as an alien recently. Alien. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> well, certainly, I know that um, <clears throat> that um, I've, the, the, the office have changed a number of things in the Ubuntu SDK. Um, oh, because the ones, the, the, the version that I was using, not on 1604, uh, is very Ubuntu-fied. When you load it, it's, uh, it's all skinned with all of these kinds of themes, and it opens up with a big page that says, start a new Ubuntu phone project, or do a QML app, and <clears throat> and sort of walks you through a lot of it, whereas what you, uh, the latest version there looks a lot more like the standard Qt creator, um, rather than being sort of stuck so much. <clears throat> They've taken quite a few things off, and they seem to be wanting to go upstream, which is, I think, always good. They go upstream rather than reinvent a wheel with their own changes. Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And um, that, that helps maintenance code and everyone's apps, and encourages more people to want to actually write them. If it's not some backwards code that Conical might have wrote, and versus using upstream KDE, cute. 
Yes, that's right. I agree. Yeah, completely. And um, <clears throat> I know certainly the uh, the Ed. I mean, I was having some trouble. With, I was talking about this Edmodo app, and one of the things I was having problems with was um, in my copy of the Ubuntu SDK. It's it seems that I don't seem to be able to apply the correct security policies to build and validate the click package. Now this is a very simple app. All the app does is um, takes the takes the browser to the Edmodo mobile website as you just described. So to write an application like that inside of Ubuntu SDK was really straightforward. It only I only needed to do three things. First of all, tell it that I wanted to create a new web app and then edit a couple of lines in, the, in a couple of files to tell it what the app was called and what the website link was and, and then generate an icon for it and then and that was it it was it was ready except that when I tried to validate it it was complaining about I had an old security policy for 1504 or something and it wanted the, the latest one and I have not solved that problem yet but I'm okay. wondering now go ahead um, I think you might <clears throat> Talking about here it is. Wait, where is it? There it is. I think you might be talking about the the framework. Let me switch this to entire screen. Present to everybody. I think you might be talking about the. It was talking about like an old framework or something. I don't see anything screen shared. Oh, I, I know why. Oh yeah, here we go. All right, I just there we go. Yeah. So, the latest framework I believe is 1504.3. I'm using dash QML because my code's QML. So I think you're using the web app or for uh, AP, you're calling API. No, I'm just using the web app. It might I see 1504.4. I want to do the dash HTML. One of those. And ah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go to HTML5. Security stuff is in here. There's different policy groups because every app uh, contained into its own, well, container. Yes. And it's just yeah, you use. <clears throat> What hardware stuff it's allowed to use, the camera, the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, all those kind of things. Yeah. So, well, obviously, I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't got as far as doing any of those security problems. Because, um, well, frankly, it was just a web app. All I was looking to do was to create a button, uh, an installable button that would launch a web app and take you to the Edmodo um, site. Simple as that. And then you would log in there, and then you could use it, um, you know, like Facebook or whatever. And yeah. um, which I've got it doing all of that, it does exactly that. So when I click the green button to run it, it, it runs and it does what I expect it to do and you can log in and you can go and in that window that you uh, showed us there um, a moment ago. So in that, basically the application runs in a small window on the desktop so you can try the, uh, the app out. I've got all of that working and doing everything I expected. Um, but... <clears throat> It, but it, it simply wouldn't it wouldn't build and validate that's it that window there so I'd got a window like that with the Edmodo website loaded in it uh, the mobile version which looked really nice and uh, I was able to log in to my daughter's account and look through the posts and see all the information and and use it uh, you know in a very functional way uh, but unfortunately I couldn't push it up to the uh, 
to the App Store to load it onto my daughter's phone uh, because um, I couldn't get the click package to validate because of this security policy. And uh, and I didn't know where to look. That was the, I, I tried Googling a little bit and I just couldn't seem to find the right answer. But uh, but perhaps it's that very thing. It's, I've probably got the wrong framework selected. Um, I just need to make that change and it'll yeah, be good to go. Um, a really good place to look would be uh, the uh, Ubuntu dash app dash dev IRC channel. There's always people in there. Well, not always because of time zones, but there's people in there who are very willing to help with questions and such. And then we'll talk okay. after the podcast about the other, that too. Cool, cool. I guess wow. I need to add that to the show notes later. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Okay, so um, so the deal um, is is um, we put some links in the show notes to uh, developer.ubuntu.com, so you can go there. Um, you can install this from the software center. Um, uh, so from Muon Discover, just install the Ubuntu SDK. It'll pull down everything you need, and uh, there are tutorials that make life pretty simple and straightforward to get going. One of the great things I think about uh, what Ubuntu have done using the Ubuntu SDK is, of course, they're actually using Qt Creator. So uh, you can use that tool um, to create desktop applications for KDE, and uh, and of course it's it's cross-platform across Windows, across uh, Mac, across um, Android phones and iOS, and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot that you can do uh, with Qt Creator and uh, the uh, Ubuntu SDK. All right. So thanks very much for that, Aaron. Um, we're going to have to press on some more because we're down to, we've got one minute left. So we are going to overrun a little bit here as we get to the other things still to do from people. And we've also got some thing of an announcement. So um, <clears throat> one of the things that we wanted to announce is uh, Kubuntu Podcast and the Kubuntu team were going to be having a party. Woohoo, party. So there's going to be chocolate, there's going to be beer. There's going to be coffee. There's going to be laughing. There's going to be fun. There's going to be joking. And, of course, there's going to be lots of work. Yeah, exactly that. So um, what we're going to do is um, this is going to be an online packaging party uh, for Kubuntu Team. So if you're interested in finding out more about how we build software at uh, Kubuntu, um, if you're interested in finding out more about uh, just about Kubuntu in general and getting to meet and hang out with uh, some of the community and some of the developers, then uh, the place to be is going to be online Friday March, and uh, you need to come over to the Kubuntu podcast channel on Google or um, check it out on the, on some of the websites in the mail, main list, but Kubuntu podcast channel on Google+. Plus. We're going to set up an event. We'll be having a hangout um, there so uh, people can join the Hangout and uh, drop in and out will also be in on IRC and our Telegram channels. And um, <clears throat> we're going to be um, talking about packaging. We're going to be having a go at packaging some stuff, helping people get started. If you're new, uh, then all of us here are going to be on hand so you can ask questions and uh, we can work with you and help you. And we're going to try and package up some things and uh, download some source code try compiling bits and pieces and build some stuff and and uh, see how many things we can break in a uh, <clears throat> in a shortest possible period of time. Um, you can so also have... join in for the jokes. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there is going to be um, coffee and chocolate, as uh, a video said. There's definitely going to be beer. internet I, beer. Yeah, I, I will definitely have beer, for sure. I'll be bringing oh, beer. Internet beer. We are going to... We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna buy you, Rick, an internet beer. How does that work? We'll have to find Just out more in the party. Points. I'll tell you more after the show. But guys, keep in mind, internet beer. Internet beer. Awesome. Remember that. Put that in your diary, folks. Friday, the 11th of March, at 2000 hours Universal Time (UTC). We'll all be there. We'll see you there. Okay. Let's get into uh, the feedback section then. So we've got some feedback as well, haven't we? Um, yeah, we do. What we got, Ovidio? So we had a couple of emails we, we've received from two people. One is Michael Guns, and another one from Amit. So Michael sent us an email and he said, Hello, I use Kubuntu 15.04 till 15.10 now for several months and had tried before Ubuntu, uh, Unity, OpenSUSE, Elementary OS, Debian during the last four years. You have sure. done a great job. For me, KD Plasma 5 with Ubuntu is the most beautiful user-friendly computing ever since I started in 1990 with DOS 4.0 on a 206er Intel computer. Wow. It's a really estimate your efforts and hope you carry on. Sincerely, Michael Guns. Well, do you know, that's, um, that is awesome. And um, gosh, he started in 1990 with DOS 4 on a 286, an Intel, an Intel 286. So that's the 80286 Intel chip that he'll been working on there. Um, that is an old machine. <laughs> boy, oh boy, is it ever. I actually used to have one of those many years ago, 286. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that, I, think, I think it was running DOS and Windows 3, I think I had running on it. And um, uh, Windows 3 was pretty poor then. Uh, and then it got progressively worse. So eventually I went to... Uh, I have no <clears throat> idea what was my first computer. I know it didn't use Windows. It used some kind of Unix or Linux or I don't know. I know it wasn't Windows because I've seen recently uh, all the versions of Windows and what I had didn't look like any of them. So I don't <laughs> know what that computer was or what it ran, but basically I had a text editor and... I think I also had a command prompt. I don't know. I don't remember. And that's about it. And some other applications that I didn't understand at the time, so I don't know. But after that, I just got a Pentium something, and on that, ran XP until I switched to Ubuntu and then Kubuntu. Oh, but, uh Michael, thank you for the awesome feedback and for the history of your usage. Uh, we're glad to see that you're a long-time uh, Linux user, and we're glad to see that you find Kubuntu so awesome. So thank you very much for the feedback. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thanks, Thanks for writing to us and letting us know about that. Really appreciate that. Okay, moving on to the second email. Uh, hey, guys, I just installed Kubuntu a couple of days ago, and I cannot be more happy about it. It looks amazing and very pleased with the results. Workhorse 8 i7 cores, 
around 3.5 gigahertz, 8 gigs of RAM. Thank you very much. Cheers, Amit. Whoa, eight cores. <laughs> Use a RAM then? No, not eight. No, eight cores and eight gigs of RAM, both. It should be 16 gigs of RAM. Ah, oh, come on, not everybody. I don't have a 16. I have eight as well. I have what eight. are you gonna? <clears throat> what are you gonna do with 16 gigs of RAM? I, I've only got three gigs of RAM and a, a Centrino, 1.8 gigahertz. No wonder the runs... Hangout is going so badly because of you. <laughs> oh, maybe I need a new laptop. Like four gigahertz or something. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Hey, don't worry. Yeah. Next, next time I'm gonna I'm gonna run it on a two eight six. Oh, jeez. Wouldn't the video be on dial-up then? No video, no video at all then, and possibly <laughs> even no audio. We won't listen to him anymore. <laughs> Oh, oh good stuff. Hey, Aaron, what was your first computer? What was the first computer you got? Uh, I think it was maybe, I think, I can remember only remember a first desktop that I actually had on myself was a a little tiny, like, micro ATX, like, e-machine with Windows XP on it, if I can, that's as far oh. as I can remember. Yeah, okay. I'm young folk. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. younger than me. Hey, uh, online community, the people who are listening to us right now, tell us what was your first computer and what did you run on it? Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to talk about my history a little bit. So send it to the Kubuntu-users mailing list. You send it to the mailing list. Uh, send it on IRC, on Telegram, wherever you're watching us and wherever you can type. Uh, we're watching everything chat. Yeah, fire it in. Just be really good. Say it, now, say it right now, and we'll present it right now on the show. Uh, what? My first computer I knowingly ran Linux on was a laptop. It was an Acer laptop. I bought it in 2005, and that's recent for some people. Wow. And that ran Windows XP for a very long time. Then I discovered... Hey, what's this Linux thing? And got Ubuntu on it, and then, hey, Ubuntu has flavors. What are those? I wrote a bunch of CDs and start install this. What is it? Uh, I don't like this one. Next, install this. What is it? Eh, it looks better. No, I don't like it. Next. And I, I did that for a couple of weeks, just installed each flavor, tried it for a day, and then switched flavor. Scarlet wrote on the mail, on the in the podcast RSC, uh, TRS-80. Whoa! Oh, yes! And only Rick That's knows what, what that means. About. I know exactly what a TRS-80 is. <laughs> someone who, someone who blew up. Someone who joined from the uh, KE Telegram chat wrote uh, J-O-B-A-V-A. Jobava. Jobava. Uh, he's a KD Romanian contributor. He wrote. Uh, he was running an Intel 286 running DOS with monochrome screen. Yeah, actually, wow. Romanian HD computer, and then oh my! I, I'm I'm eager to ask some of these people how old are they? Just out of curiosity. Wait, wait! Clive wrote first time I ran Linux, it blew up my expensive monitor. I was not impressed. <laughs> how does Linux blow up a monitor? 
Now you have to, back in the day, you could do awesome. you got the got the refresh rates wrong on uh, in X when you configured X, it'd blow the that's monitor. Really bad refresh. <clears throat> yeah, that's exactly Holy what crap. it was. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Good stuff. I didn't know. Well, oh. I tell you what. Listen, here's the thing. So, um, because we're ten minutes over, we've got to we've got to draw the show to a close because otherwise we'll have. I want to say one more thing. Brother. Okay, okay, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, okay, so this one time I was playing with Linux and I was playing with my X configuration and I tried to hook up three monitors on my workstation. I had the onboard uh, video board with two outputs and a separate dedicated video board with two outputs again. And I tr and BIOS only let me connect let me connect uh, the video board and one of the outputs from the onboard video board. So I tried I connected three of them and I spent I think and I'm not I'm not uh, lowering the time here. I actually spent at least two weeks every day trying to configure Xorg to make that work. I eventually made it. Uh, made it. They all three worked, but they were in the wrong position. And like, I didn't want to move the monitors around. I wanted to change the X to move them around. And I changed the X, and from since then, I could never get them started again. I haven't tried it again because eventually that video board just blew up. <laughs> oh dear! Well, of course, you, you don't have to spend. The, the, the fan just died and. Nothing notified me, hey, the fan is not working. The video board is 100 degrees Celsius or more. Holy crap. Some of us, of course, will spend two weeks trying to configure three monitors by looking at the XORG files. Other people will, of course, go and read the X documentation and do it in yeah, a few Yeah, tell hours. me about what documentation <laughs> means when I was that age. I, I, don't know, I don't think I was even in high school then. <laughs> I had, uh, well, I had yeah, no idea what I was doing. I just tick 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 and enter restart. What happens? Nothing. I cannot see even my terminal anymore. <laughs> well, I, you got to take my hat off to you for dedication. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Well, listen, gentlemen. Uh, as always, an absolute pleasure. Great fun doing these shows, and uh, really enjoy it. But it's over. We've got to go to the outro, guys. Oh, no. We've got to go to the outro. No, no, no. I don't want it to be over. It sure is. So, uh, of course, we better, we better have a mention of our sponsor. So, uh, you guys need to get yourselves over to the Linux Academy and uh, go, and have a look at the, uh, go and have a look at the Linux Academy website. Uh, see what they're doing. See what courses and materials they've got uh, and see what interests you. And then... Drop back here next month in this show, uh, or check out the show notes, and we'll have a promo code for you that'll get you uh, some 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 kind of special offer uh, deal at the Linux Academy. And uh, we're really really pleased to be we working. We don't with have them. the promo code right now. No, we don't. Unfortunately, I've not got um I've I've not got the communication from Anthony. He's still sorting out the details at Linux Academy. But I did say to him that uh, we would make mention of it in tonight's show. In our, you know, uh, in our very professional way. Yeah. So, so we've done that. So, so in case the Linux Academy asks, yes, we are professionals. 
We are, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. that's We're correct. I need are. to get myself a shirt and a tie. Now, those professionals, uh, let me just tell you Whoa, a little bit. what was that, Aaron? What was what? You're showing something. Oh, yeah, development all the way. We're professionals. Oh, yeah, look at this. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. All right, so, folks, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming and spending your time with us today. Of course, our show hosts are uh, Video Florin Bogdan. You can find out more about his blog. Uh, in the uh, show host section of our show notes. Of course, uh, joining us also today was Aaron Honeycutt. Thank you very much, Aaron, for being with us today. And uh, our audio podcast, that's going to be done uh, tomorrow or the next day by Andrea Del Sarto, who does the post-production for us. We love you, Andrea. Thank you very much for doing that. And of course, all of the people that go out there that make up the amazing Kubuntu community, and you can come and join some of those guys on the 11th of March at the party. Let me tell you to how to get in touch with the podcast uh, team. You can get in touch with us at the website, which is kubuntu.org. Come visit us there. Uh, you can come and chat to the Kubuntu team on irc.freenode.net at hash kubuntu or hash kubuntu-podcast if you want to catch up with us. Uh, of course, you can come and chat to uh, all of us on Telegram, which is a wonderful medium if you're moving between mobile devices, and, uh, and of course, you can get in touch with us on social media. Follow us on Google+, on Facebook, Twitter, on Reddit, and of course, on LinkedIn. And, uh, and if you want to contact the team, uh, and we definitely want you to contact us, we want to know the first machine, the first computer that you had your hands on, and what was the operating system that you were running. So get in touch with us. You can do that via Google+. So look up the Kubuntu podcast on Google+, follow us and send us a link. Uh, you can post to our YouTube channel if you like, or check us out and get in touch with us on irc.reno.net at Ubuntu-podcast. It just remains for me to hand over to my two compadres after I've said goodbye. So God bless you, and uh, I'll see you all next time. My name's Rick Timmis. I'll see you soon. Over to you, a video. I'm a video Florian. Great to see everybody again. Great to let you know oh, what else has happened in the Kubuntu world. And hope to see you again next time. See ya. Hey, Aaron. Aaron Honeycutt from the US. Nice to see you guys. See you in the next one. Bye.